and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 139 for the week of November 12th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellite space all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. How do? <laughs> that is a good catch-all for everybody to start using. God, that's such a good video, It is man. such a great video. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about that clip of Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. He's, like, walking into some shit. For yeah, like- it was, like, a Dallas Cowboys, like, game or something like that. <laughs> and he's, like, walking into the studio, and he has a cowboy hat on, and he's just, like, in a cigar, and yeah. he's just, like, how do? How do? How do? With this, like, cow's smug-ass like, smirk on his face. <laughs> it's, per- it's, like, the perfect video. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's, um, but, like yeah, my man. Favorite What's phrase? good? I'm chilling, man. Uh, it's been a long week. Uh, I shouldn't have left you. Um, no, nah, I've just been playing some video games and yeah. chilling. Uh, I went out yesterday. Nice. I uh, had some drinks. Yeah, you know um, the Rookery Burger? Yeah. You ever had that? Mm-hmm. It's like my favorite thing ever. Solid burger. So like that's like my like treat for the week. I, I, had, like, a, I had like a to burger. have it. Like, yeah. Wait, when every, did you have it? I had it last night. I had a burger last night too. Yeah. But I, I got a burger from some place. I haven't been eating like... Red meat oh. for a while. Like, I haven't been really getting down to the red meats. I've been eating a lot of, like, I've oh, been grains and, and, yeah, chicken, fish. Like, I've been eating a lot of tacos lately. Mm. Um, there's a cool spot on um, University in one, two, <laughs> three. Uh, so, University in 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called, uh, I forget what it's called. <laughs> it's like Baja Oh, I know something. what you're talking about. It's a decent spot. It's like on the west side of the block? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's right on the west side of the block. It's like right on the corner, right after um, Numpang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's really good. I've been going there a lot. It's expensive, but they have really good shit. Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. give you like, it's not like the, it's basically in the same realm as like a um, Chipotle or a Dos Toros. Okay. But I think it's a little bit step above. Okay. Like they give you a little bit more options. So you can get like fish in your nice. tacos. You can get shrimp. And nice. All that stuff. So I've been like getting their little bowls dope mad hot sauce on that shit i went to some mediterranean spot recently also because like mediterranean and like uh middle eastern food is very vegetarian mm-hmm. friendly which is like i'm fucking with it's like so grains right and now. light food like meat yeah. yeah and it's like veggies mm-hmm. and, and yeah like you said grains so i had i mean it's, it's not vegan though so take that with a grain of salt um but i i had um this like omelet with like veggies and it had like that mm. the the bread like i forget what it's called but it was like so good and i didn't i didn't miss the meat at all and like starting to slowly wean off of like meat but i tried to my best to at least have one vegetarian meal a day just to kind of do my my part and also just because sometimes i actually prefer vegetarian options but yeah man it's been uh i forgot to mention on last week's episode also a couple things have happened in the past couple weeks that i'm pretty pumped about but um two weeks ago I went to a Joe Hisaishi concert. So he he's the guy who did the music for like a lot of Studio Ghibli movies mm. and he's done uh, he's he's done scores outside of those as well like that are just as beautiful. And it was cool. It was at um Carnegie Hall. Oh, so it was like an orchestra like live? Yeah, like oh, symphonic orchestra and like they had singers and stuff. They even brought out like some, that little Italian fucking guitar <laughs> thing and he was killing it. Yo, Paul's mime <laughs> mime hands are crazy. be in the video show back someday. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, it was it was really really incredible. I forgot to mention that like last week somehow I forgot to to bring that up, but yeah. it was almost my feeling it, but I don't know why it wasn't. But uh, it, you know what it was cuz like I I like to use feeling it as like things that people can do and right. that was like a two night show yeah, thing like, that was you can't, you can't, can't do what I do. You <laughs> can't do what I do. Um, yeah, no, but it, that was really special. And um, yes, yeah, so just like you, man, I've been, I've been. There's so many games out right now that it's like, man, it's hard to keep up, and it's also like kind of heartbreaking at the same time because, like, I unfortunately I'm not like the mastermind 
that Pito is. I don't know how he does it. I think I'm convinced Pito has a time machine. Oh yeah, for sure. I think he pauses time. He's just a robot, and, and he just like he or he plays in his sleep somehow. Like he knows how to he, he knows how to run off of like low power and like sleep puts mode. the fucking USB C up his nose, <laughs> and it's just fucking. It's running. gotta be something. I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to keep up. Trying to like keep up above water, yeah. and uh, I'm doing a decent job. But um, I had to sort of. So right now, I'm uh, I've been playing a lot of. Uh, well, I, I haven't played a lot this week, but. The night that we got together and played some Black Ops 4 with a couple of our friends. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Greg, Guardy, Irv. Man, that game is so fun. fun. Like Blackout in particular is so much fun. Like yeah. I, When I joined, I was like, hey, let's do Blackout because we have enough people. And then you, ju- you jumped in. And then Guardy jumped in later when Irv jumped out. So it was like a nice rotation that we had. And it was just so much fun to like... Because <laughs> like usually when we play games, the, the, the typical standard fare, it's like, you know, deathmatch, capture the flag type right. shit. Or, I mean, capture the point, conquest. That's what I'm thinking about. And... With uh, Blackout, you have to, like, really... Strategize. Strategize. And, like, communicate. Yeah, and, and for a couple of our friends, like, um, they they had never played a Battle Royale before, so mm. we had to just, like, teach them the language of it. Now, yeah. like, the fourth or fifth try, they're like, okay, I'm yeah, getting it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, when it clicks, like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, I've been playing a lot with Greg and Guardy nice. uh, this week. This is actually what I've been playing most this week. I've played Red Dead, like, probably a couple times this week, but... Uh, Black Ops, I've been playing like almost every night. It's like good. me and Guardy, like he'll just be like, "I'm on," and it like he passed me in like the multiplayer, yeah, like thing. And uh, oh, nice, we're just like cursing and shit. It's like <laughs> it feels like you don't know, like back in high school and shit. Like. Yo, with playing playing a game with Greg, our, our good oh friend my Greg. God. Greg is hilarious. Oh my god! At one point, he we didn't have we didn't have a gun yet, and he was in the second floor <laughs> story of a, of a house. And he ran into somebody and he was like, help me. <laughs> help me. And he just the died. The way he said help me was the funniest yeah, thing. Yeah, he like literally thought And he was we were die. all like just fucking getting shot and shit. Yeah. It was just the funniest thing ever. Help me. That was a fun like introduction to Battle Royale. Immediately dead on the farm. We, um, uh, two nights ago, me, Greg, and Guardy were on. And we were, I was like, yo, let's play some Blackout. Because we have been playing multiplayer. So we played Black uh, Blackout and we were playing a man down, right? So <laughs> So Guardy is the most hard-headed motherfucker ever. <laughs> He's like the wild card. Yeah. Like we're like, oh, we're gonna jump at uh the the factory or whatever. Right. And he's like, okay. And he just immediately jumps out. Uh, he's like, like Guardy. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll meet you guys. Yeah. And then, like he ends up dying, or whatever. <laughs> so one time, like we're all like we're getting like shot down like into this like ditch. Like, yeah. We are like really severely out outgunned, and we get pinned between two two teams. So like Greg dies. Uh, he like barely makes it out of the smoke and then they shoot him down. And then Guardy like just didn't know. I was like, run, Guardy, like <laughs> run. And he's like trying to fight the guys. I'm like, just run with me. So I'm just like, survive. I'm like, run. like, like, you know, see them in the background. And uh, I was the only one to survive. And I made it to the last two. Oh, wow. It was me. Like I killed like mad people. I killed like six people. Damn. Yeah. I was just like hiding, like ducking in, like. Oh my god, it was great! And then I died from like the last, the final circle. It just like ate me up. Like I didn't oh. even get to shoot the last guy. I couldn't find him, but damn, I killed like all his teammates. It was like it was amazing. Shit. Like Guardy was like, "You inspire me." <laughs> like, Yo, yeah. special shout out to Irv. Irv is nasty. Irv is really good. This fucking like game. even when we used to play Fortnite together, I'd be like, "Yo, Irv is fucking <laughs> nice." Like he would drop mad people. I'm like, "Damn, Irv knows how to." He gets the rhythm of the shooter game like really, really well. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, Blackout is is like right now is definitely my favorite battle royale. Blackout is probably my favorite game at the moment. So good. It's just really good fun. You can drop in, drop out. It's yeah, not but like such a commitment. We totally, totally. Um, and yeah, same thing with me actually. Red Dead. The my main chunk of playing Red Dead this week was last night. Yesterday, mm-hmm. really, I got to. Pl- I mean, I played it for like I sat down. And I was like, you're gonna play this game because you're gonna get through it. And I got to like a major like plot twist that that was spoiled to me uh, oh, no. by a YouTuber who I like, who I'm now gonna start not watching immediately 
because um, I was like, oh man, that would have been a fun surprise, and uh, I got it spoiled for me. So, um, so I but I got through like four four hours, maybe five hours last night. Just like I just beasted through it. I stayed up late playing it. Do you know what uh, chapter you're on? Uh, I think I'm on five. Oh okay. Oh wow, you're way ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a there's a cool plot twist that happens at five, and um, I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm reinvested because there there are moments where it, it kind of drags, to be honest. Yeah, I just got to this point where like something cool happened, and I'm, like, I really wasn't doing the story to be honest, but I started doing the story because I was like, I gotta beat this game at some point. Same, same. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. So like, yeah, I only played a couple times this week, but I played this morning. I played for like maybe an hour and a half, and I got through like a couple of missions, and I was like, oh shit, that was fucking cool. Um, is yeah, it Saint mean, Denis? Uh, no, not yet. I haven't oh. gotten there. Oh wow! I yeah, haven't yeah. gotten. Yeah, I'm still in the the roads area. I did all the roads, um, people. Um, there's this mission where you like meet up with the Odriscoll gang. That was really cool. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's, there's things about this game again, like the clunkiness just gets in the way. Totally. Because they really want you to do certain things, and you can't do the thing that they want you to do, like <laughs> yeah. sneaking. Oh my god! It's I hate so goofy. Stealth shit. Yeah, I don't it's like. It's like stealth why even game. have the stealth in the game if yeah. it's not gonna be, like, if they can hear you? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Give me a potion that gives me silent footsteps or something. Like, <laughs> like yeah, make, make it a it, video game. Yeah, make like, it a video game a little bit for real. Um, yeah, but it it was just um a little frustrating. I was like, come on, man. Like, don't try to do the thing that you can't do. Yeah, Rockstar's never been really good at stealth, except for in uh was it san andreas they had stuff oh yeah when you yeah. can like rob people's houses and shit yeah, and that yeah. shit was goofy too like yeah. cj with his like fucking stereo system like, <laughs> taking it outside yeah that was stupid putting it in the car yeah um but yeah i mean this game is great yeah it's, it's a good game i'm still playing it but it's just a slow go yeah that's what i'm doing i'm, I'm like mainlining the story right now just because i want to i'm actually starting to like get reinvested into the story just because i i like where it's headed mm-hmm. um but yeah i do kind of feel like wow chapter five i'm only halfway through like I'm only halfway, and I I, looked, I checked that the percentage is like yeah, like fifty percent. Mm. It's like God damn, this game is long. Mm-hmm. This game is a fucking trudge and a half. <laughs> and I still haven't touched like a lot of game of the year contenders, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. But like, because it's starting to get to that time of the year, right? You got to start sure. like thinking about these things and considering them. Got a month. Yeah, I got a month, like pretty much a month away. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally you know echo those sentiments. Like sometimes it's so clunky that. I'm like, damn, yo, like this would have been so much more fun if like fucking the Assassin's Creed team got a hold of the movement yeah. like where that game does stealth, in my opinion, really, really, really well. well. At least Odyssey does. I, I played a little bit of Origin, Origins and it did it all right. But I love like the stealth portions of Odyssey because I felt like a badass. Also, I'm like fucking triple front flipping off of buildings and shit. So yeah. it's a little different. But um, besides that, uh, I, got a, I got a code for Tetris Effect on Monday, a review code, and my review ran on Friday. So if you haven't read that yet, check read it out. That shit, man. It's on my uh, Twitter, at Polymyo. It's like it's my pinned tweet. Um, yeah, man, I, I kind of... I go on... You can read about like my full thoughts in the in the review, but I love that game so much. I, I had like a glowing review. Um, there were a couple of things that I, I thought were missing. Obviously, like uh, multiplayer, mm-hmm. uh, I think is like a glaring omission, but fair enough, it's like... 40 bucks i guess you, you could kind of discount the 20 dollars that i guess multiplayer would have been or whatever with all those modes and how cool it would have been in, in vr i thought would have been like amazing or could have been amazing or who knows maybe one day right we'll we'll see but um that'd be cool i don't know anything so that, that wasn't like a tease or anything yeah. but um <laughs> and the other thing was uh the game has a really cool i talked about it last week but it has a, a zone mode that lets you freeze the board and let you kind of clear lines at your own pace and there are no like besides the main campaign there are there are i forget how many i think there are 15 uh maybe more than 15 effect modes 
that you can jump into outside of the main campaign. There's like a campaign for Tetris. Oh, wow. And uh, it, none of the, those modes offer the, the zone mechanics, so you can't really use it, which is kind of a bummer. But beyond all that, like the game is absolutely incredible. If you have PSVR, this game is like, in my opinion, like a must buy. Even if you don't really fuck with Tetris, like try try messing with Tetris. Like play it on beginner mode, play it on like play the chill modes, just like experience it in VR. It's like unbelievable. I, I've never like played anything like it besides like maybe Area X, which is a different sort of experience. But yeah, it's one thing to play it. But even if you don't have that, um, you know, playing it on a TV, it, it runs in 4K at 60 frames per second if you have a pro. But even if you don't have that, just like throw on some throw on some headphones, Ain't turn off the lights. Yeah, try to get as close as you can to the experience. But VR is like next level shit. Uh, I love that game. It's absolutely one of my game of the year contenders. Um, and that's a, it's also like a personal thing for me because I love 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 Tetris. I streamed it. I put out a couple videos on our on our YouTube and our in our website. So like. Check it out, kotaku.com, youtube.com slash kotaku. Just go go show some love. And I even streamed it this morning before we started recording. I like had an hour to kill before you got here. And I was like, hey, I'm going to stream some Tetris. And a couple people jumped into the into the stream and were watching me play. And like, uh, yeah, man, it's just such a such a, such a a solid game. I mean, I, I don't want to gush about it for too much because I gushed about it like last week. But um, hey, fuck it. check out my review. Check, go, go read my review. Yo, I talk that's about it your inaugural. My first ever review. review. That's yeah. fucking big news, man. That's Weird. Like- yeah, I was. I'm like, I didn't. I'm super fucking, you know, <laughs> speechless. I, I was super uh, nervous about it. It's like, you know, it's a very big deal for me. And um, yeah, man, go check it out for for a title that I actually really enjoyed too, and really loved, and I had a chance to talk to the creators about. It's like, it's a really cool opportunity. And I'm like, I definitely did not take it. Uh, I mean, I definitely took it seriously. I didn't. I didn't do it like half-ass. So check that out. Um, also, been jumping into Moonlighter for for a Switch. Uh, it's been. It's it's a game that I checked out way back when, yeah. and I, I really liked it on PC. And I was I kind of put it down, knowing I would revisit it on Switch. But now, in the in the midst of all these games, I haven't really been able to pour a ton of time into it. But I really like it. I think it's a really solid game. I think if you need something that's a little bit more um, grindy and kind of chill at the same time, like Moonlighter is, in my opinion, like the perfect combination of like a Diablo and Stardew Valley. <clears throat> It's really cool, beautiful music, like really cool art style, really cool animations, um, and it's perfect for the Switch. Like if you have a, if you have a long commute, or if you so have yeah. makes so much sense. <laughs> if you have a job where you know every once in a while you get a, you get an hour lunch break or something, like just jump into this game. It's really really solid. Um, and then on top of that, uh, I got a code on Friday for or Thursday night actually for Battlefield Five. So this is actually out for people who have bought like the whatever the edition, yeah, thing. And they gave codes out to like. They're influencers on YouTube and shit. So you've seen your your favorites like Jack Frags yeah, and Timio, Level Cap. Yeah. They've been playing it. So I've been playing it a little bit here and there. Um, and there is no review embargo. So I can kind of just talk about it as much as I want for the most part. And so like I have played roughly maybe five or six hours so far. I played two of the war stories or okay. three if you count the intro, um, which is kind of like a little medley of different things and trying to play like trying to fly a plane with mouse and keyboard for me like my brain just can't yeah. do it. It's so fuck. I have such a hard time doing it. I, I feel like I I can empathize with people who don't play shooters and like, here, play a shooter. Um, That's how I feel flying any helicopter <laughs> in any game. You got in a helicopter. I was like, I was uh, spectating. I was like, oh, y'all are dead. Like cams at the wheel. You guys are dead. But um, no, but Battlefield 5. So I'm, I'm a little conflicted. So I've been looking forward to Battlefield 5 for, for a while now. Mm-hmm. And for the multiplayer side of it, man, it's it fires on all cylinders. Like it feels like the best parts of BF one and it feels like 
some other like, sprinkling of like BF3, which is my personal favorite. Right. Um, so, so like the the time to kill is much slow is much lower, so you can actually like get people really quickly, and um, and, and they kind of improved the ammo situation. So I remember in the beta, it was like you, ammo was so scarce that you were like, damn, I can't, I'm not that effective. So they kind of like you can pick up more ammo from from dropped enemies. So like it's a little more forgiving in that way. And um, but I'm yeah, not they a, did that in the second beta. Oh, they did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I, I'm. It's it's gotten better in that regard. And like when it's on, man. Like when it's when it's like on when it's on point. Oh from what God. I've been hearing, it's like it's bringing back those only in battlefield totally modes, which were kind of uh, completely missed in uh bf1 in bf1 like, yeah it wasn't too many of those where you're like oh that was so cool like yeah. in the heart from what i've been seeing and hearing from this one was like wacky shit like yeah. i love like that weird battlefield that you can literally only get in battlefield yeah it's like um chris my coworker, has been sending me clips of like people flying upside down and clipping people with their like the back of their the tail wing and like <laughs> my cat just freaked out I um but yeah you have those moments where like there there are a variety of levels too because it's World War Two now so mm. you you're like in the, you know different parts of the world all over scattered and there are like snowy mountain levels there are like desert levels there are like you know mountain like Swiss yeah. Alps levels like there are crazy amounts of variety in terms of the levels and um, yeah there's like there's one level I forget what it is it's like some European city but it's like all destroyed and you're like running through it. And I have clips of like, because I, I have this thing on my computer set up where every time I hit all F10, I just record the last five minutes. And I have clips of like, you, like you said, those only in battlefield moments where I'm running and I'm like, like, oh, like the guy in front of me dies and I see the guy, I shoot him. I run to the, the, the cathedral and then there's like a huge firefight. I managed to like make it out of there and then boom, I get hit by a sniper. <laughs> Someone takes out that sniper. A medic comes and picks me up. And then I get back. Like it's the yeah. craziest like set pieces. And I'm like, man, this is why I love Battlefield. Like, it feels like mm-hmm. so good. And, yeah. after, and after playing something like, like Black Ops Four for a, for a long time now, like that feels very arcadey and very like tight. The shooting feels incredible, like impeccable in so many ways. But Battlefield has this like hunkered down, realistic, like uh, completely different experience. And yeah. I, I think now they've they've definitely like veered away from each other like right more it's not that comparison anymore no right? there's no. not that i i'm only going to be able to get one of these games right like now right. you can get you know you pick for what you want yeah 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 and i mean from what i played so far i'm also playing it on pc um it, it looks phenomenal but i still have to get used to the the mouse and keyboard thing a little bit more i've only been playing this way for like probably a year and change but i'm, I'm pretty good i'm pretty good at it the, the weapon selection isn't isn't my favorite especially for the medic class like it's it's mostly smg based stuff which is which are not my favorite but I'm actually even starting to play Scout, which is like new for me. I'm starting to Skype. I'm starting to Skype. I'm trying to call people. (laughs) I'm starting to snipe more Um, and just like use those those things. And like you you can definitely find your lane and pick it and stick with it. And it's like the cool thing also is uh, even if you're not a medic class, you can still revive Mm -hmm. people by just running up to them and hitting E or whatever it is on console. And um, so the, the, the poopy side of my early impressions... Are that I'm not a huge fan of the the war stories this time around. Um, Did you like them in the last? One? I, I thought they were fine. I mm-hmm. thought they were pretty good, actually. I, I like. I I definitely enjoyed most of them. I want to say, um, but the the first one they send you in, like I fucking like. <laughs> Like I definitely did not like it. I mean, I could comfortably say I did not like yeah. it. It was a, it was it's like a story, and you guys might play this if you if you buy the game, but. Um, I mean, it's cool that it's there, you know, like fine. Um, I didn't touch the first one. Well, I, I, I played all of them, but it was just like, it took me forever to get through that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like this is going to be the same sort of deal. Um, this is definitely not why I come to Battlefield for sure. Like, I don't want to play these things for, for the Battlefield experience, but 
um the other story the second story that i played i was actually into the story itself i thought it was kind of like i thought it was decent mm-hmm. i didn't think it was anything like anything groundbreaking it was like a story between a mother and a daughter and like their kind of contribution to the you know war efforts or whatever and it's definitely like i'm assuming it's fictionalized because uh the end is very vague it's like some accounts were never told or mm-hmm. you know go untold so um but yeah, they they just kind of boil down to like we talked about it with Red Dead, but Battlefield Five does this thing where it wants you to do specific things. It doesn't want you to do it, but it has it wants to be Far Cry because there's like or Assassin's Creed, um, where it's like oh here's a base that you have to access a point or like get a document or get whatever, but there's an alarm system. There are guards everywhere. You can yeah. go in guns blazing like and then the mini sandbox. It's like, yeah. And it's like, that's not why I play battlefield. Like I, I don't play, I don't play battlefield to play far cry. And so, and it's in, the, in that same token, right? I don't play far cry five to play battlefield. So that multiplayer for me didn't hit, mm-hmm. but this single player is not hitting. Cause like, I don't want to play this game that way. And, and when I try to play it that way, it rarely ever works out. I have to sort of scramble and like fumble around to get it right. And I never feel confident in what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the story is decent enough that like the, the second one was a little bit more on rails, but then it it starts to, starts to sort of like delve back into like medal of honor territory where it's like a, B, C, D. It's very like plot point. Like it's very like narrow. That's what I'm into. Give me the story and just tell me what you want to see. Tell me where you want to go. Tell me what you want me to do. Right. And, um, and yeah, like I don't want to have to worry about the stakes being that high with like alarms and reinforcements. And like, there was one part in the first war story that I fucking hated, where like I got into a vehicle and all I did was run around and just run over everybody. I, I just like broke the game, and I was like, I'm just gonna do it this way because like I tried three or four times previously and I couldn't get it down. And um, yeah, I, I just don't I don't like the single player experience of a battlefield where it's like it feels like it's, it's like okay somehow there's like a fucking scenario where it's like all right the two of us are going to infiltrate three fucking large yeah. bases and it's like what why so why like, why are we doing that like i'm sure that's happened sure but like i don't want to do that. i don't want to do that like this is a game that i, I played to, it's, to, it's, it feels like they're trying to do that um uh modern warfare um all gillied up shit yeah like they want to get that feel no game can ever like replicate that like it was, it just, was like so one good. shot yeah, like yeah. yeah they got to it first bro um <laughs> But also, it's like they want to give you a sandbox experience where it's like, I don't really want to do that in a, no. in a war game. Es- like, Especially when it's like me, just me, and there's a huge base full of people with vehicles and flamethrowers and rocket launchers and snipers. And like, I, for the second mission, I actually was able to get through most of it um, with uh, in, in, like in a stealth mode. There's a, there's a portion towards the end, which where I think to, or towards the middle. Each one is actually kind of long, too. It's probably like over an hour, maybe even like... Oh, wow. They're trying an to hour give you a lot half. of game. Yeah, each one is like a is definitely like an episode of a series. That's that's kind of what they're going for, I think. Um, but um, yeah, there was there was a part in the middle of the second one where it's like, I mean, it's kind of light spoilers, I guess, but you have to go from fire to fire, like in the middle of the wilderness, mm-hmm. to like not die of hypothermia. So there's an impotence to like keep going keep pushing forward keep moving keep moving or if you but but then if you can't find the fucking fire you're like scr- looking around you you freeze to death and then it, or if you run into these people because you're already weak like they shoot you you die it's like that was like okay this is corny yeah, i don't like this stupid again this is not why i play battlefield so i'm not a fan of those war stories but the multiplayer so far from what i've played is like great yeah like I, it's really it's really really firing on all cylinders and i could see why you know a black ops or something they they opted with not going with a single player and just and, and just focusing on the multiplayer side because i feel it really like really good yeah maybe i don't know maybe you should have tried that i don't know yeah i don't think uh, battlefield necessarily needs a unless you're giving me bad company 
Yeah, word. You know, yeah. I don't I don't really need it. Yeah, because like four, Battlefield 4 was like mm, not great. Um, one was better just because they were like smaller bite-sized things, but like I think we moved on already. I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not a fan of that anymore. Yeah, especially like, like you said, like Call of Duty, I think they have a smash with this new game, yeah. this Black Ops game. And uh, I don't know, I just think it was the right move. It was, yeah. you know, like... Unless you really, really are into the Call of Duty stories, which I don't think anyone really is. I mean, I, I'm probably wrong, but I'm sure people love them. But yeah, that's 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 good to know, though. Uh, sorry, you, you can. Yeah. Um. So I played a lot of Moonlighter this past, uh, I guess, a week now. Nice. Yeah. Um. I'm into it. I like it a lot. It's good, right? It's good. I didn't. I. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> But it's it's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, if you don't know Moonlighter, you're basically a shop owner who lives in this town that has these mystical dungeons that no one knows why they're there, and you're just getting shit from your from the dungeons mm. to bring back to your shop to sell to people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, you get new weapons and armor. And you you level upgrade up. the town. You upgrade the town to bring more tourists in, which is really fun. I like that little town building shit. It's so good. Yeah. I like the sh- all the shop stuff. The town music is so pretty. Like I just want to live there forever. Yeah. Um, upgrading the town, upgrading the shop. You sell stuff and you raise the prices. Like you can make the, the price whatever you want, but then you have to like supply and demand. Yeah. Like I don't know enough about economics to like figure <laughs> this shit out. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. just sell it low, man. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that 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 part is definitely trial and error. It's like, yeah, oh shit, it's too high. I got to bring it back down just a little bit. And then when you get like later in the game, you get like people stealing from your. Oh really? Yeah, people steal from your thing, and they have this like. It's always the same character type so far. Uh, it's like a guy with like, he has like a bandana and a ma- like a mask. <laughs> okay. Like he had, like a little bandana over his face, and uh, he like walks around. And he picks up something, and then he like makes he a run. Yeah, and you got to like tackle him. Oh shit! So it's like a, another mini game when you're trying to like look at everybody's faces, so you yeah. know how much to price stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's really like sometimes it's like mad people in the shop, and you're like, "What the fuck? Yeah, that yeah. guy just stole." And then like <laughs> you'll get the bill at the end of your sale day, and it'll be like, "Oh, this many items are stolen." You're like, fuck, oh, man! Like, I, I thought I got everybody, you know? Shit. Yeah, but it's it's good. And sometimes people just walk out if you don't um, sell them quick enough. Oh. So they're just like, I'm out. And they'll just oh. grab it and go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like if there's like a line, you got to get to it. But that's really fun. I, I don't know. I like that weird stuff like that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I think that's like um, like Harvest Moon and shit. Like that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. best parts of that stuff, like selling your crops and stuff. Good word. Um, the dungeons are cool, too. Um, the weapons, I, I guess, uh, don't feel as great. Certain ones, like the sword and shield, I'm not really a fan of. Yeah. I like the, um, the pike or whatever, like the spear. I like the... Uh, the little uh, claws, yeah, the little yeah, claws. Those are so fun. Good. You just get in, get out. Yep. Um, but it's really good. The combat's super simple. Um, it's really hard. It's it's tough, and they they make it so that you can't uh, really stay in one spot for right. a long time. You have to move around. You have to move around because like there's like a, a monster that will appear and he'll just come and fuck your shit up. Yep. I was like, oh, I can kill this Nick. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Or they have shields or some shit. Yeah, yeah it's really it's really cool. Um, yeah. But that gets really creepy too because you're running from this thing from room to room and sometimes you get blocked off and you have to kill all the enemies first and then you can leave. Yeah. Um, but that's really fun. And then, uh, yeah, that's I've been playing that a lot. That's my commuter game. Nice. Um, and then I started up uh, Yakuza Kiwami. Kiwami? Kiwami. Kiwami. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my first Yakuza game. Um, oh, man. There's a lot going on. Yeah. It's a lot of story. So this is like up part, front. This is part one. Yeah. This is so part, you didn't play Zero. 
not in place okay yeah, yeah so that's it's not that's a good way to do it okay. i feel like i in my opinion i think zero is better than kiwami okay but yeah no no go on i'm curious no 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 it was just it was just a lot it's a lot of characters because i played the demo for six mm. and i thought the same thing i was like what's, what's going on yeah baby? i just really wanted fucking... to punch people in the face <laughs> um so there's a lot going on um but i'm gonna keep playing it because it's sega bullshit like yeah, yeah, yeah. i love it um it's, it's fucking it's a weird ass game there's another guy who I recognize, like I know the character. Yeah, because people like dress up as him, like Majima. crazy dude. Yeah, yeah, that that dude's cool. Yeah, and he comes out of nowhere and being fucked up. And yeah, like, I'm like, oh, you're all the way crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, game is fucking. It's weird. a lot. Like it's a lot. It's like this is really Japanese. Shit. Yeah, like, man. Um, but it's it's, it's fine. It's I, a Sega ass game. Yeah, I looked at my phone for a second and I looked. I was like, oh yeah, I don't know Japanese, so I gotta pay attention. <laughs> got to yeah, I gotta read. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I missed like a big chunk of the story. I was like, I don't know what's happening right uh, now. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to keep playing. It. Silly ass game. It's free right now, so if you guys are interested oh uh, and you have PlayStation, get it. Get it. Just or at least download it so you can pick it up in another time. It's so good. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Moonlighter, Black Ops Four. Man, Black Ops is great. So good. I've also reignited my love for the multiplayer, like the regular multiplayer. Yeah, regular multiplayer. It's good. It's really good. It's it makes sense when you have a bunch of friends playing. Mm. So when I have like Craig and Guardy with me, I'm really fond of the the mode. I don't really play by myself too much. But when you start unlocking things and the yeah. guns, and it's like you understand the classes better. Yep. Uh, man, that game gets really fun. Yeah. It's still on that Call of Duty bullshit. Sometimes you're like, <laughs> like I was behind the fucking corner. Come behind on, behind the corner, or like there's a guy running around with uh, Kimbo oh Uzis. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like and they're all neon gold green. And shit. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, you've been playing <laughs> this for a long asshole. time. Like the matchmaking is trash in this game. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. put you in rooms where you don't need to be. It's like oh, a level fifty five. I'm a twelve. Like yeah, why? Why, why does this I work here? out? Um, and I think then there's not a big variety of guns in this game. Yeah. There's probably like 15, 20 guns. Starts off pretty slow. Yeah. Oh like, oh, really slow. Fuck. Uh, yeah, but it's great. Yeah. It's good. It's my, it's, it's, good. My, it's my game right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Who would ever thought? Word, word. Um, all right, cool. So, uh, this past week, Microsoft had a, a big event, um, called XO, or I guess XO18. I don't know how you say that X O eighteen. I don't know how I don't know how you Xbox people say that. But uh, some some bit of news that came out of this event. So Microsoft Studios has acquired both Obsidian Entertainment and In Exile Entertainment. So um, yeah, essentially uh, they're trying to keep some like I guess Western RPG stuff like into the. In the in on their platform, which is really interesting. Crackdown three is releasing on February fifteenth, twenty nineteen. It's officially coming finally. We who saw cares? what like two years ago. Yeah, who cares? A while ago, <laughs> damn, shots fired. You saw that weird Terry Crews commercial? No, I haven't seen it. It's a new one. It's a new new one. He's like talking to himself as the commander guy. Oh, it's just like it has all the things that you like about Terry Crews, but it's just like it's. I don't think it's shot well. Oh, so it's like weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's it just like it's shot in someone's basement or something. Yeah, it looks like a little cheap. And the way they like have his stunt double that he's looking oh. at is not reacting the way like <laughs> it just wasn't directed. I gotta, I gotta correctly. check that yeah, out. Yeah, I saw it this morning. I, I think like, it's oh. also because like we've seen it such a long time ago that we're like, okay, this, okay, we're doing this again, huh? Yeah. Um, Crackdown is free. The original Crackdown is free in the Microsoft Store until November thirtieth. So if That's you want to go, kind of do, yeah, it is a phenomenal game. Um, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is coming to Xbox Game Pass, so uh, we'll see how that works. It's going to be available. Ah, I guess if you're listening to this on Monday today. 
Uh, so, you know, if you haven't played it for whatever reason, go check it out. I think it's still, like, not running really, really well on Xbox One, so to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Although they said they're still trying to aim for, like, a solid 60, uh, like, just better performance in general. Wow. Um, Phil Spencer said there'd be some improvements to the Windows Store. <laughs> Definitely overdue. Hellblade sending with Sacrifice is getting a physical edition. Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to have Winnie the Pooh minigames. Sure. Didn't they have that in the other one where you had to, like, find a thing? You have to, like, complete the story. Like, you have to find Pooh. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, they were, like, scattered. I vaguely remember Kingdom yeah. Hearts' story at all. Yeah. But I know <laughs> that you jumped into the world, the Winnie the Pooh world, and you had to, like, find certain things. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I don't know what the hell's going on in that game. Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen series is getting backwards compatibility. So, um... That's pretty cool if you if you if you like those games, uh, and an entire suite of Final Fantasy games are coming to Xbox One. So seven, nine, again, where's eight? Uh, ten. Yeah, they'd be on eight. I know. Ten, two, uh, twelve are all coming to Xbox One sometime in 2019. Civ- uh, Civilization Revolution is enhanced for Xbox One. CFDs is getting a new mode. Uh, so. Um, the arena is a this is from Kotaku is, is a new way of playing Sea of Thieves that pits crews against each other to see who can get the most treasure and therefore the most pirate glory. It will appear sometime in early 2018. Uh, and State of Decay 2 is getting some new weapons and enemies and stuff like that. Um, Just Cause 4 stuff, Devil May Cry stuff, <laughs> Cats and Pandas coming to Minecraft. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is getting a new challenge tomb. Oh, and this one's this is interesting. M- uh, mouse and keyboard support are coming to 14 titles. So um, that's so interesting. It is interesting. So I'm very curious to see how this goes. So some notable ones are like Daisy, uh, Warframe, Deep Rock Galactic, which is actually really cool. I got a quote for that a while ago and didn't get a chance to really really dig into it. Uh, Moonlighter, it's funny enough. I don't know why you play that with mouse and keyboard, but sure. Um, and Fortnite. So interesting, interesting news there, along with a bunch of other titles. Um, and then, yeah, a winter of arcade, a throwback to summer of arcade is coming to Xbox later this year. Um, Forza Horizon 4 is getting a new expansion coming out later uh, this year. That's cool. That's pretty, pretty cool. Um, and 16 games are announced for, for Game Pass. So a, a bunch of new games coming to people who already have the subscription, which I think is so, so uh, totally fucking worth it. Even if you don't have an Xbox One, but you manage to have a PC like I do, I've been taking advantage of it too. So uh, like we said before, Battlegrounds, Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of Wisps, um, Thief of Thieves Season 1, <laughs> Void Bastards, uh, Hellblade, Senua's with Sacrifice, The Good Life, Kingdom Hearts, Two Crowns, After Charge, Supermarket Shriek, Mutant Year Zero, Pathological 2, Secret Neighbor, I haven't heard a lot of these games actually, Secret Neighbor, which I've heard of, The Good Life, Agents of Mayhem, MXGP3, and Thomas Was Alone. So a bunch of new games coming to Xbox Game Pass too, so that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So if you have that service, like definitely keep it. Cause did you did cheap. you read that thing about uh going kind of going backwards to um, Battlefield? They kind of want to make it a uh, a subscription kind of thing. Oh really? Yeah. EA wants you to base like so now that it's out early, they want people to buy it on subscription. It seems like they're leaning more towards that. Wow. So you get that stuff first. If you're into like getting shit first, uh-huh. if you like download it, rent it, hmm. well not rent it, but um, subscribe, subscribe. That's interesting. I yeah, didn't hear so, about this. Yeah. They just rolled that out recently, like uh, two, three days ago. Or something. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I was like, what the fuck? Man, I don't know if I would ever do that. Kind of where we get, we're coming to, I guess. Yeah. Pretty wild. Um, ahead of the curve. This is actually like a really heartwarming story that I, that I love that, um, Nathan Grayson over from Kotaku, shout out to Nathan, he wrote about, um, titled Warframe fans ask, ask developers to avoid crunch. So, um, 
essentially what happened is there was some uh i think they were like reddit users if i'm not mistaken or they're, they're on the warframe let me just let me get this let me get this right but they were on the the forums or or some sort of like message board and um yeah, it says reddit it's reddit right reddit user space hippie yeah okay cool so yeah they, they basically like heard about everything that happened with like telltale and then now rockstar with Red Redemption 2 and though the culture surrounding crunch and they basically wrote like a really nice open letter to the developers saying like hey we know you're working hard on this new expansion for warframe but we really don't want you to kind of risk or like sacrifice your personal lives and your times with your families and your even your own personal health and mental health to get this thing out the door like it was such a nice so that's dope story yeah that's dope man that's what i was talking about like um well the last couple weeks but like something is going to change out of all that i think people are going to come around more to the other side and like see that these are made by people yeah and they're like yo if you're a fan you should care about the people who are making your game too absolutely yeah Yeah, i know you want it but right but you should like be mature enough to say hey you know what take your time hopefully the 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 business model can can adapt to right because right. like you know you still got to pay this amount of people for this amount of time this amount of work and you got to get the funding for that somehow and like you know like that can change along with people's perception of it and i think that sometimes it's just as important so people saying hey you know what guys take your time like we love you please take care of yourselves like that's nice you know like Super it's, it's nice. nice to hear about that kind of stuff because like it's actually becoming a thing that people care about and they should care about now you know i think it's pretty cool so um in our last story is Nintendo says it will remove racist Native American animation from Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So um, based off the last bit of marketing materials for Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, set to release on the, on the 7th of December, uh, character Mr. Game & Watch uses uh, racist Native American imagery during one of his attacks. And it, came, it actually comes from the actual Game & Watch, Game and Watch thing. And uh, somehow it was still left in the game. And um, Nintendo has actually responded. They said... Um, uh, or actually reported by Eurogamer. The company said the following, Nintendo has been planning to distribute an update for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate that removes the feather from the silhouette of Mr. Game & Watch. The original game on this, uh, the, the original game on which this depiction of the character is based was released more than three decades ago and does not represent our company values today. We sincerely apologize that this change was not noticed in our marketing material and are continuing to work and make Super Smash Bros. Ultimate an, ultim- an experience that is worth welcoming and fun for everyone. So for those who don't know, uh, Mr. Game & Watch was a really, really old, like kind of like LCD-based, kind of like tiger handheld-looking mm-hmm. type thing, which is actually what those, were, I think, were based on. And um, it had a really uh, pretty problematic, really problematic um, imagery of him with like a feather in his hair. And a t- like a torch. Yeah, a torch. And he's like, he attacks with that like, thing. Like, yeah, so... Yeah, it's like, good on whoever likes by that, because I would have never known what that was. Yeah, you have to like really zoom into that mm-hmm. shit to, to, to notice it. It's, but it's, it's also so cool small. that... Uh, Nintendo was like, yeah, let's not, you know. Yeah, because I mean, again, it's 2018, right? Like, but also, hopefully, that uh, there's no like crunch for them to get this out, <laughs> right? Word. All this, all that code, they gotta like, yeah, we're... get out. Um, so the, the other thing too that that um, Ethan, shout out to Ethan who wrote this piece, uh, he talks about some other shit too, like some some pretty glaring. Uh, still very racist imagery that we still use in this country, like like for the MLB team, the the Redskins, oh, yeah, Redskins. like they, they, you know, no, 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 that's a, uh, oh, that's a uh, football. football, yeah, uh, that's still a team, but the Cleveland Indians, yeah, Cleveland the Indians. the mascot they they've removed like from their new merchandise, but it's still like sort of visible mm-hmm. on other merchandise and old merchandise. It looks um, like Lloyd, remember the R and B singer? Yeah, <laughs> and his name was Chief Wahoo, the uh, mascot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy that I, I didn't mention? Um, Red Dead's pretty fucking woke. Uh, yeah, it, I come across some cool missions where I was like, oh, wow. All right. There's a mission, and I, I clipped it in, I guess, light spoilers, but I'm not going to spoil anything besides yeah, yeah, yeah. what what is said. But I forget who it is. It's it's the guy who always, they, they always shit on him because he's like kind of useless and... Um, He's usually, it's not uncle, but it's another guy who like claims he was, he was a veteran. Or oh, whatever. um, Bill. Bill, Bill, Bill Williamson. Williamson. Yeah. So they're, they're on the way to do this thing, right? And he's talking about like, yeah, you know, and I, and I fought the savages or whatever. And then, um, Dutch is like, he's like, you watch your mouth. He's like, you know who the real, sa-? he's like, we're the real savages. Like the, 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 the things that we did to these people yeah. and, and all this shit. And I was like, okay, Dutch. I was like, all right, fucking woke as hell. Yeah, I came across that um, mission that you were telling me about where like the guy was like in Rhodes and he's like, I lost everything. Oh, he yeah. took everything from me. But Arthur had some good commentary on that. He's like, for all this, motherfucker? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That was a scary-ass mission, by the way. Yep. It was creepy as fuck. And like you said, I had to take a step back. I was like, damn, this is... Oh wow! Yeah, so we should talk about that a little bit because because yeah. like there are parts of uh, I, w- I was thinking about it last night because I was like, oh, should I play Red Dead or should I like cool out? Yeah, uh, you know, maybe be under the influence of something and, t- and play some Tetris. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, let me just let me play some some um, Red Dead because I have to get through it. But there are parts of this game that like, especially if you are a black or brown person, mm-hmm. that like even when I drive through the South or even when we drive, we talked about this before, but when you drive through like rural America. There's a part of your brain that's like, yo, I hope my car don't break down. Or I hope I don't like run into something stupid or like. Yeah, I want to like. I want to see that new movie, Green Book. And it talks about it's like uh, with. Uh, what's the fucking guy? The guy from uh, Moonlight. Really good actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Marshalali. Uh <laughs> God bless you. No. Um, yeah, he's, like, going to the south, and, like, the Green Book was, like, a, a way for black people to find all the safe spots mm. to go down south. But, yeah, this has, like, a lot of fucking things where you're like, ooh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Savage? Yep. Or, the like... Negro? Yeah. <laughs> they, they say some really nasty yeah, shit. Yeah, And it, it makes you, like... Makes you wince a little bit, but, but it's, it's also it's not also... thrown away. They at least make, com- uh, at least attempt to make a character comment on the comment. You know, pretty the, much every time. There's a mission where someone's talking to Arthur, and he's like, "Man, can you believe they, like, you know, they gave this? Uh, what do they call him? Like, uh, greaser or something? Like they're talking about yeah. um, um, the, the, the the Mexican guy. Yeah, what's yeah. His name? Javier. Javier. Yeah. They're talking about Javier, and, and like, and you're supposed to act like you don't know him, and you're like, yeah. And then he's like, next thing you know, we're gonna hire Negroes and stuff, and you're like, oh damn, yeah. like this is uh, this is definitely of the time, and it, it constantly reminds you of that shit that like, and I, I've also been like in this headspace recently because I've been reading like Open Veins of Latin America, and I've been reading mm-hmm. a lot more stuff that has been more like you know just, just in that headspace already, and. It's fascinating getting to... You're feeling it, too. By feeling it, too. Yeah. And, like, uh, a little tease there for later on in the show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like I'm super hyper-aware of that shit. I was... I mean, by default, I'm hyper-aware of that shit. Right. But um, there are certain t- times in this game where they refer to the natives as savages or, or they refer to, like, you know, yeah. whoever has this certain term. And you're like, oh, man, this is, like, the really ugly side of history that I'm actually kind of glad that in some ways some people might see this and like laugh and be like oh yeah like this is how it should be like but uh, but uh, hopefully a lot of people will see this and be like oh it's ugly and like this is a thing that we can't forget about like mm-hmm. as as great as we like to think this country is or even was at one point 
it came at the cost of a lot for a lot of people for sure and um this game is like a reminder for that for me all the time and i'm like and even but even like riding through certain parts like near uh saint denis like where it's like swampy and you're like it's nighttime and you're by yourself Dumb. i'm and i'm in the game as like a white guy yeah, yeah and i'm still like yo i'm scared right now i told you like how banjos creep me out and like <laughs> yeah just innately like yeah. i just think of alabama and shit like, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like yeah. mississippi burning and shit uh, but yeah this game definitely has that feel they know yeah, how to man. bring that like ugh. Like, i can't yeah. say enough about the soundtrack in this game totally when you're doing certain missions they know how to get that feel like they're like oh yo something creepy's happening right yep. now i don't know what the fuck is going like, on the darn. score is yeah the score is amazing yeah it's so good um, it's so good yeah before we jump into the second half of the show i just wanted to thank you all our listeners and sponsors our show is 100 listener supported thanks to anchor yes donating to the show means we get delivered to you each week so if you dig the show and want to help keep it alive just uh go to the anchor app download it on your phone or go to the website on our profile in a, in a browser window and just yeah. hit the supporter button and you can just give us what you can give us what you can it really helps us fund the show what you want um we're going to be phasing out the uh patreon so instead please please we appreciate any sort of little uh donation in the tip jar to keep the show going keep it all right, jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com. We'll read them on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can drop them into our Discord channel as well. Um, and you can also, now using the Anchor app, just, just record us a little voice message, which uh, Pito was nice enough to do for us, which I'm going to play right now. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Pito. Um, so, yeah, with uh, the amount of high-quality games that we've received this year so far, um a large a large amount of them to me in my eyes are like game of the year worthy so my question to you guys is what characteristic or what exactly does a video game need to you personally to you for it to be a game of the year contender in your eyes because we have huge open world games with incredible details coming out now that i never thought you know, back when I first started playing video games or even in high school that we would receive games like that on a quality of like Red Dead Redemption 2. So, yeah, what's, what, what, what stands out to you in a video game that makes you feel like it should be game of the year worthy? Um, as always, oh, we support you guys. You guys are doing a great job. All right, cool. Yeah, our was, very, our very awesome. first Thank voice you. message. Yeah, we really appreciate that, Pito. Great question also. Yeah, I, I think a lot of things come into factor. Uh, a game of the year contender, uh, for me specifically, because I don't play a ton of games throughout the year, um, just maybe because of access or, you know, just time. Um, so I look for what, I guess the, the main thing would be, do I want to keep playing this game? Okay. That's like a big thing for me. Sure. Like, what, will it occupy my time? And like, yeah, because your time is so precious. Yeah. Is it worth is it more, worth of, your more time? of it? Right. Totally, totally. So that's like, a, the, I guess that's the main thing for me. And then overall fun, right? And then polish. And then um, like the feeling I get. Like, yeah. is it impacting me? Because it may not be a big game. It may not be an open world game or something like that. But right. it could be uh, like my last year's, my personal game of the year was what remains of Edith Finch. Nice. And that, that still has a huge impact on me. Like sure. I think about it all the time. Like, am I still thinking about the game? Yeah. Is a big one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, yeah, those are really, really great um, criteria. For me, it's kind of the same. It's like, 
So last year, my game of the year was Breath of the Wild. So yeah. Breath of the Wild for me was a game that came at a very specific time where I was like, I mean, I've talked about it on the show before, but I was kind of like struggling with my own little bits of depression and, and really in a, in, a, in a rut. And that game allowed me to escape. And it, it, I just dove into it because it was just such a welcoming, like beautiful world. Mm-hmm. And, and it was doing like really new things that like for me, one of my favorite things, is this is why I'm also such a like... Um, culture junkie in a way is like i like to be in the moment when the moment is happening so like you know if a new game comes out like red dead we're like yo did you see this guy that did this thing or did that thing so i love those moments for me are are very big criteria where it's like we're all kind of discovering these things together and we're all like excited about them and i think zooming out even more for me that means what is this game doing to kind of push the culture forward so Mm, that's a good one so like yeah like assassin's creed odyssey is great but it's, it's like not my game of the year. Like I love it a lot, right. but it's not my game of the year. I like Red Dead a lot, but it's not my game of the right. year. Because like, you know, I've had different flavors of the open world thing. I thought Spider-Man was dope, but it's not my game of the year. I'm probably going to love Battlefield Five, you know, for the multiplayer side. Right. But it, it, I probably will have a hard time picking that as my, my game of the year. I can just already tell. But um, yeah, for me, it's just like, what what has it done for me? Like on an emotional level and also like, do i think it's it's like important because and this is like my own my own criteria right so it's like do i think it personally pushes the culture forward and last year i thought zelda did so it I, definitely I, did I, yeah and you can I already mean, see it, it hit all those bullet points uh that i was speaking about earlier um and that's why we made it our collective yeah, game of the year right because it was just so it was doing open world like no one's ever done it right the polish was amazing like it was not the you know best looking game sure. but what it it looked great for what it was the medium that it was using right uh and it ran super smooth yeah 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 um and it was fun like it was amazing it had all these aha moments yeah, yeah, and yeah. like all this stuff and you I, I still pick up and play it every once in a while right but even know? even like last year from what i remember i think we had different individual yeah yeah yeah. we had different individual ones. i forgot i think mine was last guardian actually if I remember correctly, I think that might have been your runner-up. I went. Me was my runner-up. Yeah, I think you had. It maybe you had was Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. yeah, you had definitely had Zelda as your one. But one. Last Guardian was like a close runner-up right. because, like, sure, it, like for a lot of those same reasons, like for on the opposite side, it was like it didn't run particularly well. Uh, it looked great, but it wasn't like you know blowing anybody's minds, and it was clunky. It, it had a lot of things like kind of going against it. Against it, but it like almost made me cry at the end and i was like damn that's good yeah that emotional impact like like i was saying like that emotional impact is a big one like yeah how it makes you feel you know I, that's what got me into video games you know that Word. nostalgic like i i literally sent um manny the um soundtrack for uh jet set radio because i was i was on soundcloud and i just came across it randomly i was like Whoa. what the fuck so I was like, I'm going to brighten, your, brighten up your day or whatever. He was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, those games made us feel certain things. They may not be the best games. Sure, sure. But they made us feel like it, and they, they, they hold that in your mind, you know? Totally, totally. So, I think, yeah, for a contender, for your own personal game of the year, I think it has to hit your, whatever you're looking for in a game, you know? Yeah. And it's going to change from game to game, of course. Um, but I think as long as it gets, like, a lot of those those beats. Yeah. It, it's also hard because, like, Pizza's question, and I think a lot of people's, the way they categorize these these games. And, like, mm-hmm. this is why I'm not a huge fan. Like, why, it's why I kind of like our, our optional awards because, like, um, we have very specific categories. Right. And we kind of, we hash it out and we pick one. But, like, 
that's kind of the idea is that like we have to sort of come to a consensus like which one we think is the most important right, right. but it's also like not our, our favorite right. so i think like even last year i think battlegrounds was probably the most important if we're if we're keeping it real because that has changed like the course of where video games are headed mm-hmm. and but it wasn't my favorite game of the year i liked it a lot it was on my it was on my list for favorite games of the year above Fortnite at the time right um now that probably changed a little bit but yeah so there's a difference between like game like the game of the year quote unquote which is like here is the best example of a video right, game yeah. but then also like here's my favorite like here's the thing i think is most important yeah that's what that's what it is man yeah. like whatever your thing is and never feel weird about that totally like if you're like adamant about fucking this little rpg that no one plays fucking that yo that could be your shit i'm, I'm gonna tell you right now some the the bar has been set by tetris effect yeah, that's my game of the year. One hundred. I knew it was gonna be. It's my game of the year. Like, I mean, <laughs> if, spoiler, spoiler alert, alert for, uh, if you haven't been paying a attention, a couple weeks from now, I love this game. Yeah. Um, Levi gave me a quick little prompt in our Discord. He said, yeah. "Paul, give us a beginner's guide to high Tetris play." So I'm gonna give some quick pointers, some little bullet points. Um, so number one, if you're just starting out or you're coming back from the um, from a long extended vacation from Tetris, mm-hmm. I would say there are some chill modes in Tetris Effect that you can d- jump into with no fail state. So if you reach the top, it'll it'll clear the board and start out right all over. So uh, the other thing I'll say is <clears throat> um, play at your own pace. Uh, but one thing that I love to always like emphasize when with with like Tetris Effect, especially with the way I play it, is like building a nice stack. So utilizing your pieces. The best way you can so if you get an l shape make sure you put it down flat don't put it upright if you can try to put it down flat mm-hmm. um always leaving like uh never leave more than three blocks high worth of a of a barrier because then you have a hard time filling that in, filling that in. so that's when the bubbles come in so always try to leave if you can a flat uh like surface Once you get to the third tier yeah gotcha. get like a flat surface or at least one sticking out or two max but never more than two because once you go three you have to have a line to drop to drop it so that it'll it'll fit there snug and also just like so keep that in mind just try to pat it out but also like the 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 key to high tetris play or high level tetris play is um making the making the board um able to accommodate whatever piece you have coming up so do you have uh, a flat like two squares next to each other flat in case you get a, a box cool then you have a place for that box do you have a place that's just flat on both sides in the middle it's two blocks high so that if you get a seven or if you get the the reverse yeah the which, l the l <laughs> you can you can slot it in there mm-hmm. cool do you have uh, a jagged just one piece out so that if you get the, either an s or a z can it fit in there perfect cool that flat that flat space can you somehow uh, fit an S flat there? Or like, so like, do you always have to have your board um, open to accommodate uh, whatever piece you have? How how many like when you're looking at the next piece, how many does it show? Well, uh, you can customize it. So, okay. but by default, it's one. It's one, yeah. and you prefer it that way. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and you you can bump it up, but I think it gets too confusing. Your brain starts. And to... You're always like glancing up at that. Not always. Oh, okay. Sometimes it's just like you're just like ready to when it when oh, it so gets... that's what you mean by accommodating. You're just ready to go. Ready to, ready to fit in wherever it can get wherever I can fit it in. Also, holding is important. So, if you get an eye bar, the long one, straight mm-hmm. line, hold that, and you like, keep it for a rainy day, because you're gonna need it one day. Oh, so that's why it disappears. I didn't know you can do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah so you can cool. just like hold it but with the l or l1 yeah. or r1 
Um, and then, yeah, and if you get a shitty piece, swap it out and like use that that piece you were holding like by default, use that to figure out where to put it. So always setting up the next piece and not just thinking about these pieces as like, okay, this one goes here now. Okay, what's this one? Okay, where do I find it? Just having the, the foresight to yeah. uh, set up the next move or the next three moves. Gotcha. You get better and better at it as you go along, but um, you'll, you'll know like what also... Uh, knowing when to, this is like a little more advanced, but knowing when to rotate counterclockwise and clockwise. Mm. So, because that split second difference will will determine whether or not you fit that seven into the right or you or it gets it's stuck. Just flat. Yeah, yeah. It just gets stuck <laughs> flat. <clears throat> also, little dirty secret about high level Tetris play, like I mentioned in my stream and stuff, you can just tap the shit out of it and just dance it in wherever you want. Yeah, because like it just drops yeah, out of magazine. Yeah, you like, just a, like dance it a in second somewhere. or two extra. Yeah, yeah. you just keep like it, it doesn't go forever, but you have to like really be quick about it. Um, so those are my like kind of quick bullet points. I probably will continue to stream this game or I got a clips. Uh, pretty hard hitting question. <clears throat> what is your favorite Tetris piece? Oh, um, the T bar. Yeah, it's a good one. I asked Ms. <laughs> asked Ms. Gucci that, and he said the T bar. Yeah, and I was like, and I joked because Tim, me and Tim joked about it, but I was like, oh, I thought it would have been the square because like luminous. And they were like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Like, well, that's surprising. Uh, but yeah, T bar is fun because when you get a nice T spin, because that also the T bar is like super versatile. Yeah, you can lay it flat, you can lay it on its side, you can you can insert it somewhere. It's super cool. It was funny because like I love hearing you talk about Tetris. <laughs> It's you've always talked about Tetris, Tetris this way, yeah. But like it was funny. Uh, Steven Stillo retweeted your your article or whatever. And he was like, the way Paul talks about, <laughs> like you know, it's infectious. It yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah. Like it makes you think that you can play this shit. You can't. No, you can. No, you can't. You can. You can. You can. <laughs> so like Tetris is like it's it's the most nah, it is, pure, cool. perfect game design in my for opinion. Sure. It's a thing that has existed for thirty three years and for good reason. And like Tetris Effect, I think gives you gives newcomers a handout, so you can play those chill modes I mentioned without any fail state, or you can play the journey mode on beginner. And like I mentioned in my review, it ramps up the speed and then it slows it down, so you can like challenge yourself, like push through this really challenging uh, segment where like the blocks seem like they're falling, there's no end, but then you clear enough lines, then it slows down again. You're like, oh, yes, oh god. So <laughs> it gives you a nice chance to, and you have the zone mechanic, which. When you freeze the board, you clear lines, you, yeah, you push them down. And so it gives you a way out. In, in previous Tetris games, you didn't have that. Screwed, yeah. You were fucked. So like the, the your 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 sort of um, olive branch was being able to hold blocks, which at one point was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is such an, uh, an incredible See that, guys? It's like hitting those bullet points for the game of the year. You know what I'm saying? It's giving you exactly. that feel that you love. Yeah. That like ah, emotional shit. It's pushing the genre forward. Yeah. You having fun? I'm having fun. I want to spend more time with oh, it. Also... One other criteria, I think, of Tapito's question should be, can you recommend it? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a great... Because I was... Uh, my friend, one. She, I work with... Um, shout out to Maria. I don't know if you're listening, but um, she <laughs> plays out. a lot of open world games, and she takes her time. She, like, platinums everything. Right. Um, but she's playing um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and she was like, oh, you're playing... I saw you playing Red Dead the other day, and I was like... I was like, yeah. She was like, should I get it? I was like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I was like... Like just after the heel off the hills of, of Odyssey, I don't know if you will like it right away. I think you'll struggle with liking it. I think it's worth buying, yeah, eventually. But I was like, I wouldn't do it right now, yeah. Or at least cleanse your palate with something else. That's a good point. That's a really <laughs> good point. Yeah, you know, like you got to be confident in that recommend, man. Yeah. One thing I also forgot to mention <clears throat> when I when talking about Tetris Effect because I feel like I've been talking about it all week that I didn't really get give our listeners a good chance like 
idea of how much I love this game, but specifically why I love this game at this particular moment. Um, because the game actually has a bit of like a poetic narrative to it. It's not one that you have to pay attention to or even absorb, but it's hard not to absorb it because like the lyrics are so in your face. They're very um, obvious. They're like really explicit. And <clears throat> the game is basically a reflection of life and how beautiful the world and the universe is and how beautiful like we are. Mm-hmm. And how important you are and I am and, and our listeners, like how, how impactful you can be in the world and like how beautiful and like what a privilege it is to be alive, right? And that's what the game is basically celebrating and, and, and telling you throughout the course of the game. And I've played so many games this year that are like, we're outlaws, we're going to kill and we're going to mm-hmm. steal and, and there's consequences to that. I'm an assassin. I'm going to kill everybody. I'm Spider-Man. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to beat it. I'm going to beat you up, dog. I'm going to call a duty, man. I'm going I'm I'm to call a duty. I'm going to be the last one standing and I'm going to knife you in the fucking ass. Why and it's like, stand up? <laughs> I don't know how they became uh, from fucking Sunset Park. But yeah, so like there are those kind of moments Yeah. Uh, and then this game right. where the day I had to file my review uh, was the morning uh, after, I guess, the Thousand Oaks mass shooting. Yeah, it's and there are, and like not to get too heavy, but you know, there's so much shit happening in this world where the last thing I want to do is pick up a fucking gun and shoot stuff or attack people, fight people. Um, and this game is like, yo, play Tetris and hear this really positive message. And it's therapeutic. It wants you to relax. It wants you to like not worry about these things. It wants you to focus, hyper focus mm-hmm. on Tetris. And I, and for me, Tetris has always been like this beautiful escape of like, it teaches you how to problem solve in so many ways. And that with the music and the visuals, like to me, it was just like, it blew me away. And it, it, it did something to me like that. I never expected a fucking Tetris game to do of all things. So that's awesome. Tetris effect. The optional game of the year. <laughs> uh, so, um, all right, cool. So jumping into Feeling It. Feeling It is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Uh, yeah, so this came out um, on the second, but uh, Swiss Beats dropped an album, another one. Wow. Um, Swizzy. Swizz. Um, and it's called Poison, and it's a nice medley of uh, his amazing fucking beats. Oh, Nice. And also different artists rapping on it. So he's got like Jim Jones, Giggs, if you're into like um, grime and shit, Pusha T, Young Thug, Two Chains. My favorite song on the album is uh, this Nas record called Echo. Ooh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> nice, <laughs> so fucking good. Because I did, I did not like his last album, the Kanye one, uh, Nas's album. I thought it was pretty good. You liked it? Yeah, I like some tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like not enough. Yeah, I mean, it was, what, 10? Yeah. Yeah. And I would probably, like, maybe three? Yeah, I mean, I'm maybe? not going to front. I, I, no, I, I definitely <laughs> liked at least half of that. You album. did? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good, that's good. It's a, um, Yeah, it's a good percentage. But for, I uh, heard somewhere um, that this uh, record was actually on the album that he was making before he jumped on the, the oh. head, uh, which we call it. Yeah, so, I, I blame Kanye. You got to listen to it. It's great. I'm checking it out. It's great. Um, but the, the 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 album itself is really good. It's classic Swiss shit. Right? I didn't even know this was out. And in fact, I'm yo, gonna... so much music came out. I know. Her, she dropped another album, which is really good. Oh. good. I'm almost through that. It's a little EP. Nice. Um, EP album. Who cares? What's the difference? Um, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, it's just really good, really good stuff. If I'm... you like uh, Swiss beats and you like hip hop and shit, he's got some. Apparently, he's got an R and B album coming out. Swiss beats. Yeah, I, I literally just added it to my 
Yeah, it's good. My my uh, Spotify. Spotify. Cool. That's awesome. I can't wait to listen to this, especially this this uh, Nas track. Yeah. If you if you're uh, if you're saying it's that good, I like it a lot. Dope, dope. Really looking forward to checking that out. The Jim um, Jones record is really good too. Which one? Jim Jones. Oh, nice. He's been rapping a lot lately. Really? He's yeah. coming back. I mean, Jim Jones. Never I guess he never really rapped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's never really rap, rapper, rapper, rapper. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but he's great. Nice. Um, yeah, mine is a thing that's been going on for a while now in the city, or at least like in the. I know that was like happening at the New York Public Theater or something like that. But and I, I used to walk past it all the time. But um, it's John Leguizamo's new special, Latin History for Morons. I watched it over there. Yeah, so it's it's officially on Netflix now. Um, so it comes with a big. Uh, it comes with a couple caveats. Uh, so I think it's it's really dope. I think it's super super important, especially the premise being um, that his son has to do a report on like you know heroes. And he wants his son to do something about, you know, Latin heroes and and having that realization that like, especially in this country, not being taught anything about, especially about America, the Americas. So that includes North America, Central America, Latin America. And, um, you know, how as a people, we were completely just demolished and erased in a lot of ways, so many ways. And our history is, isn't there, and, and it's it's oftentimes a history of, like, complete, uh, you know, just, like, violence and, and complete uh, extermination, and it's it's pretty it's pretty sad when you think about it, but there's a lot of beauty in it, too, and uh, there's a lot there to celebrate, and it's, it's nice, especially in the time that we live in now where he makes a lot of jokes that are very on-the-nose links to current events, so, um, you know, pe- families getting split apart, kids being thrown in cages, mm-hmm. um you know, called, being called rapists, murderers, whatever. Uh, and, you know, just kind of reclaiming the sense of pride, especially within like Latin American people to, to do their research and, and to, and to learn their history because it's, it's very important. And a lot of times we are erased from the narrative 100%. and, you know, this idea of like American jingoistic uh, pride completely removes us from the narrative. And I think it's like, it's long overdue for, for both uh, black, brown, yeah. yellow, every every people to reclaim the the correct history. Yeah, it's uh it's really good. Um I I watched it the other day when I was like falling asleep and when I like when I'm tired I I have the same symptoms as if I like smoke mad weed. Like I'm <laughs> high as shit. Like yeah, I'm yeah. like, what's happening? <laughs> so like I was watching this like, oh my God, he's dancing. Yeah. <laughs> he dances a lot. He dances yeah. a lot. But it was just so it was so weird. Like I was like watching it. I started watching it when I was awake and I was like woke up at one point he's yeah. like doing something but it was really it had some really fucking funny beats yeah yeah um and he has had some real shit too yeah so and, and so I love John f- Leguizamo, he's so. the he's like the goat yeah. so if you've ever seen like freak or uh ghetto clown, ghetto clown or uh sexaholic his he's his one-man shows are phenomenal where he, he goes into these like different characters and scenarios and he, different voices and and these really great jokes where he interacts with the crowd especially in this one really really funny stuff um the one thing, though, being that it's John Leguizamo, he's sort of like a caricature of the 80s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. A lot of his humor is not the most... It misses. It misses the mark. And it's also a little problematic. It's very times. problematic. <laughs> so so that, that, there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, man. like The content of what he's trying to say is so powerful that these kind of cheap jokes, but like below the belt hits, are they like deflate the message so much. Yeah. And, you know, it sucks because, like, you know, you have a racist caricature and you're like, oh, man, or you or you have, like, an effeminate character and he kind of goes into it a little too much. And, you know, it's 2018 now. And, like, I get it. It's comedy. We kind of, he pokes fun at everybody. He kind of, yeah. he pulls no punches. But at the same time. I think he also is very <clears throat> much, um, 
yeah, like you said, it's a character of the like eighties and nineties. Is like, I am who I am. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. Uh, I may not have been got. I may not have gotten the best education, but I learned from the streets. Kind of mm. guy. We all know the guy. Totally. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I love this guy, but he's mad problem. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he says some shit, and you're like, God damn God it. God damn it, man. Like, yeah. And, so, and you know, you hope you hope that um, he has the capacity to grow, to learn, and understand why it's a problem, yeah. and not just be like, come on, you're being sensitive, right? Because that's that's kind of a thing that I run into occasionally, too. And, um, and, I, and you know, like, to John Leguizamo, like, it, doubt that he would ever hear this, but, like, he, <laughs> he, like, legitimately is, like, one of my heroes. Like, yeah, sure. He, I looked up to him, like, my whole life. Like, the fact that he was Colombian and he's, you know, he's successful, he's talented, he's so smart and witty, and, like, right. he, he was able to tell these stories that nobody was telling that he's I could relate actor, to. He's a great like, actor. Yeah. Um, and I think he's mad smart, and I think that this this special is really, really cool, especially if you are of Latin heritage or even Native American heritage, um, to check this out because he spits some real shit that that they don't teach in the history books, especially in this country. Yeah, it's also like <clears throat> like the name says it all. It's like very palatable. It's like if you're reading a um, for dummies book or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. He makes it really funny and like, but he's saying some like some shit when he's talking about like the the numbers of Native Americans before Columbus hit the the Caribbean, and yeah. then to like <laughs> the next. Yeah. So, oh my god! And when the Spaniards come over. And it's it's just fucked up. Like yeah. I I you know, you know we talk about the shit anyway. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we talk about this all the time. But like it's just so brutal, and no one gives a fuck. Like it's unbelievable. No, no one it's gives a fuck. Like yeah, we, it, there's like in, in North America, there's like literally only a couple thousand people. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. It's insane to me. Yeah, it's un. They're like, oh, we're gonna give you a little plot of land, and you can just live there, and, and we're not gonna help you. And like he, 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 like definitely also, um, he uh, clears up a lot of like misconceptions too about the way history has been told, even mm. in some of these like quote unquote woke books, where you know the the American or the the Europeans and the Western uh, the people that were like colonized in the West or whatever about how their battles with the the Aztecs went or whatever, like just being patient and resilient. A lot of that is bullshit. No. They just won because of like germs. Yeah, they're gross fucking bodies. They just won because of disease. Yeah, disease and shit. And like it took like years for them to finally take these cities or whatever because like the population was just wiped out. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, and, and it's crazy when you when he talks when he put a lot of that into context, especially like with things I talked about on I think I talked about on the show too, where like I went to a museum recently and like I saw these, you know, pieces from Spain that were using gold and silver. And I'm like, oh, that was from South America. That was 100% South America. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how like, you know, it's fucked up how our like art is looked at as folk, folk art, art yeah. and European art, which is used our gold and silver is looked as fine art. But then when they do modern art, they classify like that's just our art gentrified. And then you're like, oh shit, never thought about it that's that way. That's real fucking talk. And I he, see that shit all the time and the fact that they like melted down our gold and our statues and our like artistic pieces to make coins mm -hmm. he's like that's like going to france and seeing like the statue of david and be like that yeah, would make a nice kitchen like marble countertop or whatever and you're like damn like the the amount of shit that we that we just lost mm -hmm. to history it's kind of sad but it's also like it's a new i think it's a new kind of dawn for us to start realizing this stuff and and becoming aware of it and, and embracing it and being proud of that shit like being i love proud it of that. i mean it, it's also really important because like uh, this past week, there was a big vote voting uh, thing in this uh, country, and like, you see the the polls, and like, a lot of people who are quote unquote like Latin, 
don't necessarily see themselves as minorities. Nope. They definitely fall more into their Spaniard side. Yep. You know, and it's like, that's very sad because you were, you were stri- you're like, you're not just that, you know? like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they, they kind of, you know, if I'm being real here, a lot yeah. of white passing uh, Latinx people, even myself included, mm-hmm. sometimes people think I'm, I'm white or, right. or something. Um, we kind of, we embrace that and we forget our history. Right. And some of them might straight up be descendants of the colonizers. Yeah, sure. And that's, you right. know, to an extent, like it gets kind of muddy because you're like, it's all, it's all, we're all yeah, mixed, mixed at some it, point. Right, right. Uh, I like when he's going yeah. through that little pie chart. <laughs> he's, like, he's like 5% black. He's like, here's how I know. He starts like dancing, like thinking rhythm. Um, it's really funny. It's it's kind of like a lot of it's on the nose and kind of a little immature and, and very problematic. Yeah. But if you can kind of like forgive it for it, for that stuff, uh, that's another thing I, I kind of want to impart too is like sometimes you can in- encounter these problematic things and, you know, people are so quick to be like, you're SJW, you fucking cook or whatever. And you're like, all right, all right, all right. Like, I'm saying this stuff, but I'm also like kind of looking through it and looking past it and I can kind of forgive it for its faults. Like when you look at an old, you know, when I listen to old hip hop or some shit, I'm like, damn, that was fucking problematic yeah. as hell. One of my favorite songs has the F word right up top. I'm damn. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it, it surprises me every time. It's yeah. one of my, I know every word to the song and it's like, God damn it. Yeah, man. But you know, we, we change, we grow. Hopefully yeah. in, in, in John Leguizamo's next special or his next book or whatever movie, uh, he'll learn from it, but uh, nah, I think it's worth the watch. It's totally. like something to put on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Especially if you're of Latin American descent. That's a good one. Um, all right, cool. So before you wrap up the show, how can the fine folks find you? Uh, you can see me in the streets. You don't know me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can catch me on the Twitters and the Instagram at uh, Cappy Can't Lose. That's C A P I C A N T L O S E. Yeah, hit me up. Dope. Um, you can find you? me on Twitter and Instagram at Polymayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, um, my pinned tweet is my Tetris Effect review. Yep. Go read that if you want to find out more read about that, it. Read that, read that. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Please make sure to subscribe We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anchor and spotify we got spotify back online thanks for uh everyone in the chat letting us know that it was down for a second Mm -hmm. if you could please take a minute to rate and review the podcast as well on itunes that really helps us spread the word get us on the radars of other people and like that you might like this podcast also um and if you like the show and want to help keep it going please check out uh our profile on anchor where you can just hit the little supporter button and give us some uh little tip in the jar a dollar give us a dollar every month oh my god a month come on that's a quarter an episode uh, our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com that's where you can also find the show and share it with your friends as always we can be reached on Facebook at facebook.com slash theoptionalnyc and twitter at theoptionalnyc our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack you can Shout find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K go show him some love give him a follow yeah. uh, and he also drew a little really cool illustration yeah I love that thing it's amazing cute yeah caricatures <laughs> word thank you for that uh, so until next time everybody peace, peace.